The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So welcome back to Divorce Not Dead, episode I have absolutely no idea, but let me tell you something. I am sat in the most freezing room, I never thought I'd start a podcast here, of my life, wrapped up in 57 layers, in the Himalayas. (laughs) No, that's not a joke. I'm in the Himalayas with Sergio next to me. Let me tell you, there's been a lot of bonding on this mountain. And actually, we stayed up because we've got no uh, reception or anything up here. So we stayed up last night looking for a reason that could have possibly pushed us to do this. And what possible reason at my age I'd want to do this or what I'm looking for, whether it's, you know, and what keeps driving me to do this ridiculous stuff, Sergio. Because you love me, honey, because you love me. That's why you're doing these things with me. Yeah, but it was actually my idea and not even yours. I guess it's just the thing that we push each other. This trip has taken like many twists. So of course I equated it to this and a lot of things in my life that I've never really think through properly. And I live completely in this sort of bubble of like, yeah, I'll do it. Can you please tell them what you told me last night? Yeah, I'm going to tell them now. So I realized last night that this is indicative of everything in my life. Like how the fuck did I end up up the Himalayas? I'll tell you how I ended up up the fucking Himalayas because I didn't think about it. I have been going around to every dinner party. I'm going to the Himalayas. Oh, I'm off to the Himalayas. Like we're going for a walk in the back garden. Any sane person would have at least Googled the Himalayas. We didn't even know any town that we I'm basically climbing fucking Everest. (laughs) I don't understand. No, we're actually going farther than the base camp, Everest base camp. What, so. the, what is wrong with me? I'm like 12 <laughs> days on a mountain. It's going to be great. Let me tell you, it's really, really hard. It's really hard. Reminds me of the day that I decided to have a boob job. So like any other person on the planet, like any normal person, you go up to a woman and she says, oh, I had my my boobs done by this doctor and I've got saline or whatever. What's the other one? Gel. I see. There you go. I don't even know. I have no fucking clue what is in my breasts, what size they are, because I never asked. That really scares me, honey. I know, but it's indicative of the way I behave. Like, what sane person does it? I'll have a boob job. And it wasn't until I was actually sitting in the hospital with a needle in my arm going, oh, I'm actually having a boob job, that I actually was like, I, I didn't really think about it. So I was like, I still don't know what's in them. I couldn't tell you if you paid me and my doctor's retired. So I still don't know how, you know, what they are. Anyway, it's exactly the same with this. Someone said, would you like to go? I mean, it sounded amazing. And I just think I grew up in Dorset. I honestly think I just thought I was going for a country walk after lunch. Did it happen the same when you started dating me? You just did and then you realized what you were doing? No, well, good one, Sergio. That was, you threw that in there. No, I don't, well, I mean, maybe, maybe. Did we, I just went headlong into it. But let me tell you something, because I mean, honestly, this is going to test the limits of anyone, any relationship. There are very different people on this, on this, on this climb. And it's actually really interesting to watch everybody because we have a father and son. We have Lely who's coming, who's out of a relationship. We have us, a new relationship. I mean, for those who ask if I love her, 
let me tell you about it. I've been carrying her for the last two days up a mountain. I've got really bad pussing, knees. Pussing, pussing, and pussing. He has. He really has, actually. I probably, If I was him, I'd have probably left me at the bottom of that mountain. But I've got really bad knees, and I didn't understand how bad they were until I got up here. Oh, I'm just going to climb the Himalayas with really bad knees. That's something amazing. <laughs> but then you run in a treadmill and I, you know, I was just told to stop running and just walk. And I thought this was just a normal walk. So I didn't realize they'd flare up here. But anyway, he has been, I tell you, you've been amazed. I don't think I could, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to get to How the much you love me, honey? How much you love me? A lot today, I can All assure right. you. A lot. He has held me while I pee. He has pushed me up a mountain. He has seen things that he probably should never have to see. We haven't crossed the poop bridge yet, but I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. Poor <laughs> <laughs> sword is coming. It's coming. But you've been thrown into this world. You are I now... became a daddy. Oh, yes. So he's... Three kids, three dogs, and now I'm climbing the mountain with my... So I call you grandma or supermodel? I don't know. Grandma on the way that I have to carry you up. A supermodel in the way that I love you. Yes. So I think people wanted to hear more from you last time because I think what they wanted to know more was this transition that you had, you know, moving your life and getting to be with my children, how hard that was for you because you are a young guy and frankly, you should be in a nightclub every night and instead you're playing basketball or picking up my son from a sleepover. I mean, let me tell you, it has not been easy. You know, basically because I, you know, I was just thrown into this relationship, you know, full-time relationship, being a daddy of three kids, three dogs, and then COVID happened. You're not really a daddy. You've got a dad. You're like a yeah, best friend. A best big friend. brother. Yeah. I help them. I'm with them. You know, I spend a lot of time with them and I love them. Yes, you do. And they love you. They're really, really good with him. So, you know, it's been amazing. But you really do put the effort in. You know, he's I guess it's just everything is to the point that when you really feel, you know, for someone and you just, you know, a boy would everybody says and just follow your own track you just don't care about anything and just put everything into it and that's how I feel that's why I can't imagine doing this with anyone else with you uh, 3,300 meters <laughs> spending a lot of time together so, a lot of time together so what were your thoughts so actually this all stemmed we went to see a Buddhist monastery and I didn't really know much about Buddhism. Oh my God, yes. It was literally the first time for me into that culture as well. It was amazing. We sit down there, we just start, you know, listening. And it was actually basically what we are doing and, you know, just our thoughts. We went there and I had, you know, I had no idea what to expect other than I just wanted to go and see what, what it was like. And it's quite incredible to watch. But he gave us a book and it's called Living Fully. It's for all of you out there, Living Life Fully, I think it is. And I started reading it last night and I read it. And it was like, he, he literally read my thoughts. It's the weirdest thing. It's everything that Divorce Not Dead and the reason I did this podcast is meant to be. It was like saying that we come into this world naked and we'll leave naked. Everything in between is your journey. Good for you if you've got amazing family and friends. But, you know, at the end of the day, you can't rely on them. You, I mean, you can rely on them. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to rely on yourself. And you have to do, sometimes you have to do you. That's why I tell you, honey, a lot. That, you know, at the end of the day, the people that are going to stay there for you are going to be me and your family. 
Well, it's saying not even your family at some point. Okay, not even your family. Like you're maybe. on a journey. You're on a journey, and it should be a selfish one as well. As long as everything comes from good intention. So if you meditate every day that you want more money or you want to be successful, it won't work if it comes from a selfish point of view. But if you come from a point of view of like, when I make more money, I'm going to make the world a better place. Then you know this. This is a good place. This means that you're looking for to help other people, and you know you're more likely to succeed. They were saying, you do you, which is everything about living my life with Sergio and going through all the shit that, I mean, I know a lot of you saw the newspapers and the stuff and the stuff written about myself that I just cannot quite believe. As I said, I find so insulting. They literally made everything up, you know, it's just... No, it doesn't even matter. But like, you know, it's just bullshit. Age is a number. And then all of these things, I, I was like, oh my God, I'm on the right path. This book says it. He says, don't listen to anybody else. But you actually don't- made a really good point when you ask uh, Johan, the amazing you know, guy who's organizing this trip, asking him, how do you feel when you have a relationship? You know, bringing that relationship into your life because he basically traveled all over the world and he said to you that life is just all about helping each other and carrying each other. You know, and that's why... You know, he loves to travel with, you know, a group because he's always making sure everybody's fine. You know, so it's just basically forget all about the ego, you know. You know, why do you think, well, you came on this trip because I asked you to. Why am I on no, this I trip? No, I honey. Since I met you, I told you, hey, we need to go on these bucket list trips. Let's try to, because at the end of the day, all the materialistic stuff and all that stuff, you know, it's just not going to stay. And the only things that you're going to keep are memories, You know, we will never forget this experience. You know, being here... We certainly won't. I mean, 100%. And this, this, this is just the beginning. Everything is coming. I can really see why different people, because we come on this kind of trip. So there's a father and son, and I can see that, you know, obviously this is... They don't live together because they're divorced, you know, divorced parents. So I assume this is a, buck, you know, a bonding trip for them. And it's actually really lovely to see. Then we have Lely, who's here with me in the room. But, you know, she's single... And probably, I don't know, I haven't really asked you, but probably looking for meaning and stuff out of life too. Absolutely, all the time. So did you do this for that reason? I mean, why the fuck did you do this? Because I had heard about it. And I'm the type that I always throw myself in an ocean that I don't know the temperature or the current. And I start swimming. And while I swim, I learn about what is there to teach me. And this was exactly the same. I booked it about two days before the trip. And I didn't know who, how, COVID, Nepal, Himalaya, I mean, am I going to freeze to death? And I didn't Google it either. I said, I'm going to go and I'm going to take it as it comes. Flexible as I always am, which I think it's always the solution because you deal with the problem when it comes. For example, it's freezing cold. And this morning I told you, listen, if another night like this, I'm coming to your room, you're going to you know, I'm going to solve the problem. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it's freezing. We're all like little cocoons. But it's really, really hard. And it's more about the mind. You know, it's not as much about the body, but I think the mind and how you can train your mind that you can do it. You can still go and you're going to be anticipating all the surprises that it's going to bring and the lessons that all these surprises are going to teach you. But do you think you wanted to do this because you came out of a relationship? This could have gone either way. We could hate each other right now, Sergio. Really, we could. You know, you never know. Be careful, honey. There's another five days left. True. But what I would like to tell your audience is about everything they hear from 
you and your perspective about your relationship. I'm a total third party and I have heard it and have seen it, but now I really experienced in real what it means to be a power couple. You guys, like when you told me that he completes my sentence, uh, it totally makes sense. Like Sergio really actually, the only thing he sees in Himalaya is his camera, Caroline, and sometimes the mountains. <laughs> He's like, totally like... Please because, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> no, that's excellent. Okay, that's like excellent. He's, totally, he's caring for her so much that constantly worries if she's coming up fine, her knees are fine, if she's feeling fine, and then she's dragging her up with his <laughs> own speed. And I'm like, why are you going so fast? And it's so funny because Lily, everybody's stopping at some point and I'm like, Lily, cutting her up, you know, it is so funny. But I love this little one, it's just amazing. I know, I was happily at the back with Lady just chatting away and the next thing, this, my knight in shining armor comes straight down, <laughs> racks me through the arm, goes, come on, darling, and off we go up the mountain. So yes, I've seen it too in a different way. And I think maybe I needed this because you take things so much for granted when you're in your day-to-day -day life. And you trust him. Like every time you guys wanted to order food, she was on with her own life and her phone. And so as you're being so respectful to what she needs to eat, but still asking her and she would trust him blindly and say, yes, yes, yes. And she'd get at the end exactly what she really needs. Maybe she needed this just to realize how lucky she is to have me and how lucky I am to have you. I think you both see it. I did realize how lucky I was and I do realize, but I think you're right. I think what happens with us, all of us, and especially if we're working women and mothers and also with the age difference with me and him is like, you know, I'm already on this like crazy path of three children and I've got all my staff that work at home, you know, that work within my office that I love and all the girls and I'm so busy every day that these trips make me sit back and go, fuck, I'm so lucky I have someone that actually really cares for me, you know, in such a way that I've never experienced before. And like, I look around and I know how incredibly, Laura said it to me, one of the other girls on the trip too, how incredibly rare it is. And it is incredibly rare. And, I, and maybe this was just to remind me so that I don't get so caught up in Every my... Every time you hurt me, just remember Himalayas. I'm going to try not to hurt you anymore. <laughs> I say awful things when I'm angry, but I'm just, I get angry. It's not even about him. It's about the situation around me. And then I just can't control my temper. And that, maybe that's what this is meant to give me patience. Patience to come up this mountain, to look around and say, you know, whatever else is to come. Obviously, you know, Sergio moved to a new town. He's taken on my life with my kids. He's done so well. All my friends love him. I love him. He couldn't love me more. If, do you? Yes, I do. If I tried. And you're so good to me. And maybe, you know, I just get, I get caught up in just day-to-day -day shit and that isn't important. I think it's just mothers, you know, you've got, you've got kids schools you've got your head is in so many different places it's very hard to focus on on the on the romantic side i think to be honest at some point all of us we need a trip like this just to realize how lucky we are just for the fact to be alive you know just to breathe deep. to breathe you know just to forget about life and just disconnect even cutting off my phone you has know, been such a pleasure we last two days no phone no connection it was just the most amazing thing ever I put it on, I put it on this evening on. And, and went into a complete frenzy of like and emails you know, and this and I was her, like, oh. her ears just literally went down 
up because it was so much tension on her face because of all the things that she has going on. So that's why, you know, it's just sometimes you just have to forget about everything and just relax. It's not, it's not that easy, but I'm trying. I know, I'm trying. Definitely trying yeah. to. I want to add something. Another thing that I realized is that you really respect and love your, each other's differences. Yes. And that's how you can really uh, live together so well. Look, you had a long-term relationship and now doing something like this and having been through what you've been through, would you look for a different type of person coming off the back of something like this is what my point, because I've gone from something completely different to what I'm used to. Would you change now your outlook is maybe the question. I would change my expectations. And I think what I've learned is that anything can, can go whether it's your physical health or it's something you love or something you're attached to or someone who completes you. I think, I think there, there you go, though. Expectations. You, you can't have expectations, and I've learned that. I totally agree with that because when I started dating you, I could have easily gone for like, oh, my God, I love this woman. You know, she you know, gets all the you know, takes on all the things that I, I was hoping you know, to get as a you know, goal. But then the age difference was a big thing, but I didn't even thought about it. So that was one of my expectations that I didn't want to take. And that's why I'm here. And something you pointed out today about uh, what you read in the book yesterday is, or last night, is that the Buddhists, they don't look behind. They don't look at the past at all. They only look forward, which is something you started to do, I think, probably some while ago. And I experienced, for example, three months ago, I didn't think I'm going to walk again. I didn't even know I'm going to run again, let alone go in the Himalaya. And I really pushed myself. I didn't know my legs going to take it. And it's the same with relationship or whatever that life takes away from you and how you react to it to give you something better, something more complete, which is something also you referred to in your podcast another time. A thousand percent. And I think that's so important as a takeaway because you you have made a choice. And I, as I was saying, like for me to come to this mountain with my boyfriend and cuddle every night and do all this is, you know, brave or whatever. But it's not you have taken brave to a whole nother level, which is why I think when I posted you on my Instagram just now, people were like, oh, you know how I think people are fascinated because I think more women would like to ha take life by the balls and say, you know what, I'm going to the Himalayas and I don't need to take anyone else with me. It's an incredible thing. And you should be so proud of yourself for doing something like this, going away with a group of people you don't know and doing it with grace. Listen, we're all with a group and we all love, we're all loving life. But at the end of the day, you're on your own on that mountain. I am the only person, even the couples, the other couples are on their own in this journey because it is so hard. I'm the only person being dragged up by my boyfriend. That's for sure. Because it is a very, very, very hard trek. It's not easy. I'm telling you, my legs are fine. My breath is fine. My right arm is the one that is just, you know, really, really painful because he's literally <laughs> carrying hair around. He's really doing it, but no one else is, not even Johan or whatever, you know, everyone that is in the couple, no one's doing it. So even though you've met people and we're everyone's being lovely, when you're on that mountain, you're on your own. Everybody is. And everyone's going at their own speed and all this. And so, you know, but I am at the end of the day, stopping and, and, hugging my boyfriend and high-fiving him or whatever. And so are the others. So to do that 
it's an incredible thing to do. Incredible. You should be so proud of yourself as a woman to take that step and to push yourself. There's no need, you know, from you're from an amazing family. You have a very pampered pooch life like me. You know, you don't need to be up the Himalayas right now. That's something to be proud of. And, you know, as you said, we're all going to take away something from this. And I think it's great. None of us have downloaded movies actually and done all that because we're all sitting together and talking. I already took away a lot. Yesterday I had two hours of you, of yourself alone, no phones, nothing else, talking, which it never happened in the last, oh, maybe two years. Wow. I think what you said earlier, it's mental. As soon as Sergio comes and collects me and pushes me up that mountain, he's telling me how to put, to look down, look down and just focus on the next step. To breathe. To breathe. And just, I, it's like I glide up the mountain. It's so weird. Oh. Let me tell you as well, I found a different side with Caroline, you know, because I didn't want to drink water and she was the first one, you know, finding the water bottles, putting the water bottles in my back and caring for me in a different way, obviously, because she cannot, you know, even though she's strong, she cannot push me out of the mountain. But she, you know, she's, she showed me a lot of, you know, new sides of her that I didn't see before. And that's something amazing. Everything's about attitude. And that's what I've understood as well. Because like yesterday, I was in a lot of pain. I, mean, I had no idea my knees would give out like that. There's nowhere to stop. There's no point moaning. You're not going to upset everybody on the on, on the trip because I have to get, get there, there. There are not that many options. It's just oh, get there or get there. Get there. You know, I had to, you have to continue. I can't sit down and say I'm not going to, you know. And so you have to do it with the best grace you can. So I took two walking poles. And that's it. And I just went at the speed I could with stiff legs. And the next day I sort of bounced out of bed. It was really weird. It felt completely different. So I just think grace and taking things on and just knowing that you can't give up. You know, there is no way back. But that's what I love about you, actually, you know, because since the moment that we started the relationship, we didn't even, you know, look at anything, you know. And after the first three months, you were like, oh, my God, you know, I'm halfway through. And people were talking and talking, but you just decided to take over everything and then keep going. And we're here. So that's, you know, something that I really appreciate, you know, from you. And I am really happy to, to have you. It's the same for you, honey. Same for you. Worse for you. You came into a group of people or into a life that was already set and everyone prejudged you from day one. They now know it's not true, but everybody, everybody prejudged you and didn't give you a chance and assumed so many horrible things that, you know, you you could have and should have, if I had been in your shoes, I may have picked up my bags and said, this is too hard. You know, and the fact is you taught me... about it a few times. You taught me what real love is, and real love is really sticking to it, I suppose, you know, and, and pushing for it. I think all of these things are prevalent up this mountain. I don't know what we're all going to get out of it, but we're all going to get something out of it. What do you think you're going to get out of it? You know what? I think as a woman, if you're given an opportunity to give yourself a chance to try something, you should always do it. Whether that's a chance like what you've taken with Sergio or what I've taken with Himalaya or anything else that I do in my life. My mother always said that. She always said, as a woman, when you're asked, invited somewhere, asked to do something, say yes. She said, always say yes, because you'll never know where you will end up. Listen, as a man as well, honey. 
I know, but more so for women, you know. More restricted for women. It is. And we, we and we don't. And we think we, we give ourselves so much pressure to be a better mother and stay home and to, you know, to do what society tells us, to be a wife and not to do any of this stuff. Not many women do this, Sergio, believe it or not. Not many women at all. No, listen, I absolutely know that. Yeah, yeah. This is, we really thought this was going to be easier or at least, you know, a normal hike. And this is actually pretty, pretty hard. No, I think the facts are we didn't think at all. Not at all. And thank God. And I think that's another lesson, by the way. Sometimes Don't ignorance... Don't think. <laughs> no, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Ignorance really is bliss because if I honestly knew how hard this was, I don't know if I'd be here right now. At least I can go go home and say I, I did this now. I really think we should just write down today, being here, last point of civilization, what we learn until now in a piece of paper and then until we made it to the top, write down what we learn and compare both things. I think from this, you have to realize that we can achieve our goals, any goal. It is possible if you put your mind to something that we're not just mums and wives and whatever else. We're individuals. And as I said, no matter what, even with or without Sergio, I'm on this mountain on my own. Like as amazing as it is, you know, I, my legs have to move. No one can carry me all. I mean, he's trying, but no one can really carry you up this mountain. And there is no way off this mountain do you, you have to finish your journey. And I think that's what the Buddha said. He's like, you are on your own personal journey on your road, stay in your lane, make yourself happy. Don't look back. If you've had past bad relationships, take the takeaways you need from them. And don't look at other people or rely on other people. Just focus on you and the people that makes you happy. That's it. Don't look at other people's relationships either. There are a lot of people that, you know, I used to look at other people's relationship and say, why can't I have that? Or they've got, they're so, you know, they have so much more than me or, you know, theirs looks so much better than mine. But everyone is unique. Everyone is different. Judging your relationship upon others. And I used to do that a lot and go, he doesn't hold my hand like that. Or I never get kissed like that. Now I've got it all. Trust me. But, and it's amazing. Do and I wouldn't, you? Do you? I wouldn't change it for the world. But, you know, I, I do believe that it's wrong to judge yourself on others' relationships because you'll, you can never kind of live up to it. It's like Instagram, isn't it? I was going to say exactly that. Main problem with Instagram. You base your life on other people's reality. This is not a reality. It's a fake thing that we just, you know, people just Danny, made up. This is not fake. We are bloody and the no. Himalayas. No, tell me about it 100%. No, ours is not fake. Ours is our life. But you're seeing the best part of my life. You didn't see me yesterday in agony with water bottles on my knees going, why the fuck am I up here? I've been asked a lot today, I think, and where I would like to end this is like, you know, would you suggest this for everybody? I definitely wouldn't suggest this for everybody. And I'm super glad, like I tried to persuade a couple of friends into this with me. And I'm super glad actually that they didn't come because I think they would have really struggled. And also I do think that, that we're better off, like... We didn't know anyone on this journey. You're better off a lone wolf on this journey. We all like each other. We all met here. We're all having a lovely time. But, you know, we're all in our own lane. I don't know what's going on in your head, your head. You know, everyone's doing the best they can and helping each other out. Imagine if my friend had come and hated it and I'd made her come and she couldn't get off the mountain. I'd have felt so guilty or worried about her. I'm not worried about any everyone. I think everyone's really strong because they mentally came here on their own. 
I have had my own issues to deal with this on, on this mountain. So would I say for everyone? No, it's not for everyone. I definitely think you should do this in your 30s, 40s, 50s maximum. But, you know, again, Johan brought up a 70-year-old the other day who loved it, and you just go a lot slower, I guess. But it doesn't matter what you do. It's just basically everything is based on the experience. It doesn't have to be Himalayas. It can be anything. But just, you know, try to think about how grateful you are for what you have and just forget about, you know, the reality of life that you're living. And within what you have, do whatever that fulfills you and work on strengthening your mindset as as like I, I want my mind to be as strong as, strong as my legs going up the Himalayas this, this week. Absolutely agree. This is like playing soccer. Everything is in your mind. You know, when you think you cannot do it, you know, you can do it. You know, it's just everything is in is mental. For all those women, you know, who are, you know, just singles or whatever, they cannot do anything. They cannot earn money or whatever, you know, because they used to rely on the ex-husband. You can do it. You can do anything. It's just mental. That's the point. So I think if you come here, you need to be ready to go look inside you deep. And sort of look around, like whatever, however hard it is. And when I find it, when we're all struggling, we all sort of stop, take a break and look up. Johan always says, look up because everything here happens above us. And so it, it makes it all worthwhile. So I think, you know, be it the Himalayas or be it anything else that pushes you. I think you're right. Like, I think as a woman, you can achieve anything you put your mind to. And if you want to do something like this, it's to strengthen your mind. It's to strengthen your body. It strengthens your, your mindset. And just to tell you that, you know, if you've achieved this, you can achieve pretty much bloody anything in your life. We've been told so often that we can't do things and we can do things. You know, if you told me I'd be doing this even two years ago, three years ago, I'd laughed. I mean, I'm, I'm a Maldives beach person, but you know, here we all are. And I'm, I, you know, as hard as it is, I'm loving it. I'm really loving it. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't do it again, but I'm loving it. Honey, just tell them the truth. You're doing this because, you know, you love me and I'm here with you. That's it. Yes. I think maybe, you know, as you know, it gets really hard in normal day life. And I think what happens is Sergio and I have amazing trips and then we become, you know, we become us and then normal life happens. And like right now I'm in the middle of like dealing with like law, you know, lawyers and just children and just everyday life happens. And I find it really hard not to snap at him because I'm so used to just dealing with everything on my own. And so here's what you find two different personalities. One of, you know, one of them is the Latino side, which I have. And the other one is the British side, you know, with Sihas. And the problem with us is that, you know, in Dubai where we live, is this we have such a hectic and intense life, you know, with all the different things that we have, plus, 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 that me, I, you know, I know how to do it because, you know, I just have it on me. But, you know, I'm taking that side from Caroline now, but she's not used to sewing love during the day because she has to focus on work and other things, call it priorities. The trouble is I go down to my office and my office is downstairs. So I wake up in the morning, you know, I, I, want, I get dressed and then, you know, the, the day happens. Karen arrives, you know, no, 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 Kaya happens, arrives, no, no. Just, Rima arrives, everyone arrives. Just tell them eight to nine people in the house arrived. Because that's where my office is. So then so, I come down to give her keys and there is no time for that because it's not a priority. 
right? <laughs> because once the girls all arrive and we all get going, I'm in there and I'm thinking to myself, well, I wouldn't give my boyfriend a kiss in the in the boardroom. And that's my boardroom. No, no, no. Listen, you wouldn't give uh, your boyfriend a kiss in the boardroom or even look at your boyfriend or even like listen anything that comes from your boyfriend. So your boyfriend completely disappear. But I consider that would be like I got up and gone gone to work and you don't consider it like I've gone yeah, to work. it's amazing. But, uh, you know, from my side, for example, when I'm on a business call, I have always, because I love you, an ear, even though it's in my back, just there. Just, you know, see what you're doing. If you talk to me or anything, I always have that time for you. And that's what I think this trip, you know, it might teach you that, you know, there are a lot of priorities in life. You know, in the basket, there's work, there's boyfriend, there's kids, there's all that. It has to be but together. But you do tend to ask me stupid questions when I'm in the middle of the day. Honey, if it comes from me, it's not the stupid because you love me. No, but it's like I'll be in the middle of a business call or whatever it is and you'll ask me about a coffee mug and I'm like, holy fucking shit. You know, there's like six other people here that can find you a coffee mug. All right. Why? I'm, on a, I'm on the middle of a business call and she asked me, Oh, the fucking post. Oh my God, it's a fucking post. No, no, but I get time for that. Oh, sorry, the post, post this. Makes, oh, can you, can you please make actually, me this? The post makes me money. Finding you the coffee cup doesn't. I think in financial terms, I think about supporting my family for the rest of my life. I think about it too. Okay, no, I'm not saying that, but you know, like when I'm in it, I'm in the zone. Yeah, I know, but I, you know, basically what I think is this trip, what I would love for this to teach you is that you know, going through life, you know, we're normal routine, you know, our trips are amazing, whatever, you know, we travel, you know, we are really each other when we are just alone. But when we are at home, maybe sometimes instead of, you know, after a long day working from both of us, instead of going up and watch TV, even though you want to see your realities or whatever, it's just some time or you can have some, you know, time for your boyfriend. You know what is amazing, actually, and what I think is a, like a big misconception from Sergio's Instagram and the way he is and, you know, that maybe the way I am. Yes, we're superficial and we like shiny things. Who doesn't? You know, and if you if you invite us on a yacht, we'll be there. But 100%. <laughs> but, 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 but there aren't many people and like many men that would be in the Himalayas, watch his girlfriend who cannot shower for days. Like, there's just no way. We both made a conscious decision. You know, we, we don't even, we're not even doing the whole, you know, Italian shout, deodorant over deodorant, because at this point we're like, eh, what's it the point? horrible. Horrible. And, you know, we're sleeping together, cuddling each other. We're going to the bathroom together. We're showering together. There is nothing at this point that Sergio hasn't been subjected to. In fact, I mean, and other than delivering my child for me, I don't think he could get more of a front row seat. So at this point, when you're his age, I think to myself, you know, this is not a superficial man, right? He is a very good looking I mean, man. Honey, I think if I saw you, I wasn't a superficial man since basically the first three months we met. No, but you are not. That's what I'm trying to explain to people. Yeah. People think you are. You know, he. you are a very good looking man. You have tons of women that like you tons and after this podcast i can assure you like if i if, if for whatever reason we don't work out there's a little queue down the road so i'm i'm not worried about you i'm fine <laughs> i do love that people that really love me and know me they actually knows how i am 
you know, and the people that doesn't know me, they see the other superficial side of me because I don't really care for them. When I first met him, we had this really, really long, intense talk. I remember very well because I was like, and it was so far from the way he dresses. If I'd looked at his Instagram, I'd have thought you were a completely different human. And actually you're so deep and you are so caring and so open. And what I think, you know, all Sergio's emotions, like he's such a strong man, like to be able to stand in front of people that are already prejudging you and tell the world how much you love me when everyone's telling you, you shouldn't. It's pretty amazing. And that shows total strength of character. The fact that you played soccer and decided to stop again, that shows me you're determined. You got to the best of your ability. You did really, really well. You went and got your master's. Again, it shows me that you are bloody minded and you do what you say you're going to do. Everyone told you not to date me as well. In the end, you know, all your yeah, friends everyone, were like, no. a lot of people, even my family. Yeah. And you still went ahead and you lived and did what was right for you or you felt was right for you. What I felt it was right for me. And I didn't know, you know, if that was going to be the best option or the right option. But I felt it at that moment. And as you did, we just went with everything. But that's incredible. Who has that foresight at your age? It's like you're a little old person. And the way we talk to each other and the way we, you know, we are, it's like... I hope this podcast gives you a slight insight into the way we operate and that I'm not running around with a fourth child, which is what I think a lot of you think sometimes. And yes. also from my listeners, this, I hope it will give you an idea that I'm not running around with my old grandma. Yeah, I think, you know, there are certain things. I think, you know, I got some funny messages today because, you know, there he is all happy again in the room and like they were going, well, there you go. That's where the age difference comes in. That's the best part about the age difference, by the way, ladies. Let and me all tell those you. assholes that are there, you know, telling you that is, is people that they just no, no, it was are nice. unhappy with their lives. No, no. This is the best part. The, the reason... The reason I love you is that you bound out of bed and I'm in misery, like going, oh my God, if I was lying next to a man that was going, it's freezing, fucking hate it. Let's get off the mountain. Let me tell you, I would have got off this mountain. I would be in that helicopter with you and I would not be having this experience. But because you are pulling me up going, you can do this. You're amazing. We're going to do this together. Come on, baby. We're never going to forget this. Do you know how special that is? Because... So, Every some, step that we, you know, when I'm just like, come on, honey, breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, he's telling me how to breathe. But that's not the point. It's like I wake up with you, no matter how freezing, you still bound out of bed this morning, unpacked my clothes for me. There was no any other option, honey. I had to do it. <laughs> no, there is an option. There's absolute option, I can tell you. And most men would have taken that option, which was to tell me to get out of my fucking bed myself and to unpack my own bag, look for my own no, no, stuff. Jump out of the bed, trying to find her clothes. Put the, the, you know, the shower on, keep the shower on while I was jumping because it was freezing. Wait for her until she said, oh, I'm not going to take a shower. <laughs> and then keep going in again. So that's that will happen to you me. You made it look so cold. I didn't want to get out. It was it didn't freezing. Look great. It was freezing. But the fact is, that is what I love about the age difference. That's it. He gets home. You know, like we've had a really long day. My son's come home and Zach wants to play Basketball. Oh my God, it's like a tornado. At seven o'clock, it's home. a tornado. They come through the door. I am absolutely floored basketball? and like, exhausted. Oh. And he gets up off the sofa and he plays basketball without saying a word. Or he plays a game with them. It's his energy, which is, you know, it's not the bit that scares me. It's the bit I love because his energy makes me want to do all those things with him, you know, or at least watch. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, it's so lovely. Let's try. Yes. Let, let's leave it there. And listen, my dad sent me an article in the in the Times, and what we're doing is becoming more and more. Um, oh my God, everybody's prevalent. doing it now. Everybody, everybody. I'm feeling like we're we're the yeah. last on the bandwagon. We are actually. like literally like oh, we're different. It's just you know, not too big enough. But I think that that's what I wanted to say. So he has adapted to all of these things, and our age difference. Maybe it will look. Maybe physically we look different. Are you kidding me, honey? You look amazing, and I look older. Nothing, nothing. It looks strange, and people know that, honey. Just look at the pictures. It might be in your mind sometimes, but or maybe sometimes. But that's it. The rest of it, we have a very normal relationship, and I want to make that incredibly clear. This is not weird for us, and for those of you out there that you know, and I, I just did a podcast with a relationship expert that cut off people because of an age gap. You know, don't. Don't do that. Don't limit it because you think there is no way this could work because, you know, everybody is different. Of course, and I've said this before, there are 25-year-old, 26-year-old, 28-year-old assholes, but there are also 35-year-old assholes and 50-year-old ones too who are, aren't great with women and who are, you know, not dateable. And there are some really nice guys out there and, you know, you just have to look for them. So I think this trip is for the boyfriend it's about giving him time it's about giving us time without any distractions which I never do I think it's about realizing that he's here the good the bad and the ugly like you know and letting him I would never have thought to do most of these things before with a man like you know like everyone goes oh my god you sh you you pee in front of each other well yeah we do I mean not we don't have any choice either by the way but like yes but like, I I have girlfriends that specifically married that's the beauty of that life go to honey. their own bathroom when I find you that love bizarre someone, we all have to do it yeah but when you love someone you just it's just all those things it just takes a secondary place it's funny how these things are the things that are most asked The things like, does right. he see your age? Does he see the wrinkles? Does he see the, you know, whatever it is? And I, re I remember this. This is quite funny. When I go to Dubai, we had a lunch and this girl, you know, this friend of yours, she told you, hey, like, please don't don't go like that. You have to wear makeup for your man. You know, it's just, you cannot go like natural. Oh, that was it. I'd taken all, and before him, I used to wear more makeup. I wore makeup every single day, like just, because I was like always wanted to look my best and he's taught me he doesn't want it like I mean of course I do when I go out and everything else but like he genuinely loves it the other way he loves me to be me which is just so rare I'm going to tell you something you know when I fell in love with this one the first day I saw her she was you know wearing this amazing and beautiful dress fully makeup like crazy stuff and then right after everything finished and then she changed into uh, jeans and a little just you know pink shirt with nothing and she, i was like oh my god this is actually what i you know i just love her and i just i just you know click and that's what actually makes me you know the happiest us women put too much pressure on ourselves and the right man won't put that pressure on you because it's about so much more it's about Exactly that. Like I mean, it's the same as I say, honey. Men, every time we go out or something, we're going to look the best. We're going to look, our hair has to be amazing. Everything has to be perfect. And I think that's the main problem for men and for women. You know, we just put so much pressure on us, you know, to look the best. 
And the reality is just where you really find that person, it doesn't really matter. And there you go. So that goes back to the mountain. We're now up a mountain and we have, there is no way for me to do my hair. There, even if I wanted to, there is no hairdresser. There's no blow dryer. There is no makeup, really. It's just pointless even trying. So at this point, I've just given into it. And it's actually so lovely because really happy every day that. he gets up and tells me, every day, all through the mountain, he's been like, you look so beautiful. You look so... And I, I, I do not. Let me tell you, I do not. Did I say that, honey? Yes, you do. All day long. Um, and I'm like, okay, thank you. But I mean, I know deep down, I look terrible. Absolutely terrible. I can't wait. My girls at home have all been like, what can we book you when we get home? And we're like, spray tan hair. <laughs> <laughs> Complete makeover. Anyway, so these kind of things are really what this trip is about. So if you're ready to find yourself, push yourself to your limit, then this is the trip for you. 100%. This is the trip for you. Yeah. But it's not faith the faint-hearted. Be sure of that. And on that note, I think... You it's know, not easy. No, it's not easy. And I'm going back loving my boyfriend more than I Oh, my did, God. If that's possible. That's amazing. I am so happy to hear that. Okay, no crying. I Shh. love you more. Ciao. Bye. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. Oh